Hello, Cathedral of Faith. Can we all stand up as we bring our praise to the Lord? According to Prophet Jeremiah, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is His faithfulness and His mercies are new every morning. So no matter where you are at or how much you've missed the mark, our very merciful God still holds and accepts us with open arms. So let us be reminded that we have a merciful, gracious, and faithful God that stands by our side every day. Let's worship. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah.
from death to life Because grace rewrote my story And I'll testify, come on By Jesus Christ the righteous When I'm justified This is my testimony testify that they are not ashamed of Jesus Christ in this place. Hallelujah. Cause this is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is Sing it out bold. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all that in love. This is my story. This is my song. Praising Father God, in this moment, we give thanks for the hope that we have in the name Jesus. Father God, I pray that you would fill this space, that you would fill this room, that you would fill this very moment, that you would fill our situations with the life, with the hope, with the power, with the inspiration, with the creativity that only you can provide for us. So Father, I pray your blessing over your people in this moment, that as they testify of their Lord today, that they would experience resurrection power on the inside. That as we make these bold statements, 
that I believe in God the Father. I believe in Christ the Son. I believe in the Holy Spirit. That as they make those declarations, Lord, that they would experience this holy exchange. That we would give you our brokenness and we would receive your strength. We would give you our shame and you would give us a crown of righteousness. That we would give you our losses and our failures. That we would receive your victory in this moment. This is our God. And we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we give thanks and we shout your praise in the sanctuary. And all of God's people shouted in this moment. Amen and amen. Can we put our hands together and applaud the goodness and greatness of God?
for this holy moment. We thank you for your Holy Spirit and your holy presence in this place. You are our God, and we stand on that. We stand on a firm foundation today. So I pray for everyone that is here in this moment as they experience life. Maybe it's chaotic. Maybe it's unforeseen. Maybe it's unpredictable, but they stand on a firm foundation today. There is a solid rock that they stand on in this moment. And I pray that that would give the people of God a confidence to stand in this day. We stand in this moment together, Father. We stand victorious because of what you've done, not because of what we've done. We stand on this, Father God, and we boldly testify that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord in this moment. We love you, God. We applaud your greatness. We applaud your beauty. And all of God's people shouted in this moment. Amen and amen. Everybody, welcome to Cathedral of Faith. This is a place where everyone's welcome, where nobody's perfect, where the love is lived out, and absolutely anything is because we serve an amazing God. And if you're grateful that you do, one more time, can we put our hands together? Somebody just shout, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And one more great big hallelujah before you're seated. Hallelujah. Hello, Cathedral friends and family. Here's what's going on this week. For everybody new to our church family, we'd love to get to know you more. You can scan the QR code on the screen, text the phone number, 
or come outside in the amphitheater and have coffee with us and our pastoral team. This week on Saturday, August 6th, is our next summer concert series, Music Under the Stars. We're having the Prince of Poppers featuring Jessica Johnson that night, so you don't want to miss it. Bring a friend, bring some family, and have a good time with us. And lastly, our Reaching Out Food program, who serves families in the community every week, needs volunteers. If you can spare some hours on Wednesday or Thursday mornings, we'd love to have you. You could email Troy at reachingoutcenter.org, or you could call the church office. We'd love to serve the community with you. All right, Cathedral, for everything happening, follow us on social media, check out our church website, or call the church office. Have a great weekend. Well, hello, Cathedral family. You're in the right place. And this Saturday, I hope you'll join us for the Under the Stars event. Make sure when you come, bring your dancing shoes, because we're going to be dancing, having a great time, and celebrating. But as I said, you're in the right place today for making an investment in your life. You're making an investment spiritually. You're making an investment emotionally. You're making an investment in God's purposes for your life. So thanks for being here. Wherever you are on campus, Angela's in Alaska, Lynn's in Vegas, people all over campus and here in the sanctuary, God wants to bless that investment that he's making in you and in your life in these next moments. So thanks for being with us. This is the place of blessing. It's a place of favor. It's a place of God's work. And this is where we find out who God is and who we are. In fact, there's a passage of scripture in Isaiah chapter 41 that says this. God says to Isaiah and to us, I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear, for I am with you. Did you hear that? You got that, Crystal? Do not fear, the Lord is with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. You got that, Dina? Good. I will strengthen you and help you. You got that, Philip? I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. This is what God says here in his presence. We're in a I am chosen zone. We're in a I am not rejected zone. We're in a fear not zone because the Lord is with us. And throughout this time together today, you're making an investment spiritually and you're and transforming your mind as you hear the word. You're making an investment emotionally as you worship the Lord and choose to follow him. But you're also making an investment in eternity in this moment as we come to this opportunity to bring our tithes and offerings to the Lord. What if I were to tell you, I have a no-fail investment program that's better than any financial analyst you've ever had? How many want in? Well, here's how you do it. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 7 says, we brought nothing into this world, we can take nothing out of it. No matter how much you've acquired here, it all stays here. But in the moment of bringing your tithes and offerings to the Lord, here's what happens. You're investing in eternity, but you're also investing in the present because what you do in responding to God by bringing your tithes and offerings, it does several things. It lets the kingdom of God be expanded. It lets the good news of the gospel be preached around the world. It meets needs of people in our community. But not only are you investing right now, you're investing in the future because that's the only way you take it to heaven with you is when you give in this moment. And there are a variety of ways you can invest. You can invest by going to our app, 
You can invest by going in line. You can invest by texting the number on the screen. You can invest by writing out a check. The ushers are here around the campus. And at home, you can write out a check and mail it to us or drive by and drop it in the office. That's how you invest in eternity and invest in God's purposes because God has a great plan. Amen? Amen. And in these next moments, we're going to prepare our hearts for Holy Communion. And in the celebration of communion, what we do is we remember once again who he is and who we are. We're chosen. We're not rejected. He is with us. He will strengthen us. So let's open up our hearts to receive us. Pastor Irene and the worship team come to lead us as we prepare our hearts for communion. Oh 
Cathedral of Faith. Wow. As we prepare for Holy Communion and you hold the elements in your hand. Well, we come to the table and Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, is right there. And so are the disciples who are just like you and just like me. And what he does is he creates this moment for us to remember just how important he is in your life and how important your life is to him. So he takes the bread and he breaks it and he blesses it. And he lets us know to remember when we eat of this bread to remember that no matter how broken life can be, if you can believe in Jesus Christ, oh, he can make it whole again. So let's eat of the body believing in Christ. And so in the same way he takes the cup, he again lifts it, blesses it, and says this is a new and an everlasting covenant so that you and all can be forgiven of sin. And he says, when you drink of it, remember that I have overcome the world. So have peace. Because Jesus is in each and every one of you that believe. So that you can overcome too. Let's drink of the promise together. And to seal this time of communion, let's all declare the affirmation of faith together. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. For great is our God and greatly is he to be praised. I am his child. I am an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Therefore, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. The weapons of my warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God for the pulling down of enemy strongholds. I am more than a conqueror. I am victorious because I walk by fight and not by sight. And greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you, Cathedral of Faith. And as you're seated, man, let somebody know, I'm ready. son CJ has graduated and is going off to college. Remember everything I told you. Read your Bible and pray every day. I'm CJ. Shante. I hear the girls here are hot. Oh, no, no, uh, I just want to focus on the Lord at school. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting school year. According to Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God Young began. man, if you want to pass this class, you must follow the assigned text. In my class, this is the Bible. Know this Bible. One night out of the school year, 
These welcome parties are done once a year. Like, you can't afford to miss this. I don't know, Chauncey. The basketball team only picks, like, one or two freshmen every year, but I know some of the players. You'll be at the parties tonight. I can hook you up if you really want to get in. All right, just one word of advice if we're going to hang together. You need to dress like a college student, not a professor. Hello, Cathedral family. God is good. And all the time. And welcome to Cathedral at the Movies. It's so good to have you here this weekend, those in the building, outside in the amphitheater, those in the parking lot, and those who are watching online. Thank you for joining with us. And every summer, we typically uh, take one month and we look at some of the big movies that are coming out that year and talk about their themes and how the Bible, what the Bible has to say about those themes. And this year, we want to, well, do the same thing. We weren't able to do it during the pandemic, but we're back. Cathedral, we're on our way back. Can somebody say amen at that? And so we're back to Cathedral at the movies now. Today, I don't want to look at a film that was made this year. Next, year, next week, we'll look at Top Gun. We'll talk about the subject of ambition. But today, I want to look at a film that was made right before the pandemic. It's a faith-based film called Freshman Year. And what a blessing it is to have the cast and crew here with us today. They're shooting a sequel to that first film. And if you want to be a part of the sequel, you can come out at 3 o'clock in the chapel, they're looking for extras from Cathedral of Faith. So we're not just Cathedral of Faith at the movies. This year, we're Cathedral of Faith in the movies. And who knows? You never know. I saw this one cat, and you can see he said, look, Ma, I'm a TV star. You never know. Everybody's got to have a dream. And in just a few moments, we'll, we'll be blessed to have the producer of that movie and, and three of the stars, the actors in, those, in that, the upcoming film, they'll be here with us today and talk to them about their journey of faith and in the film industry. But before we do that, I wanna look at one of the themes that's in the film. And in the film Freshman Year, do you remember when you graduated from high school? I have a picture of Dr. Wayne when he graduated from high school. Would you look at that handsome guy? And look at how wide that tie is. That's how we rolled back then. You could land an airplane on that tie. Well, the film Freshman Year is about a pastor's kid who graduates from high school, and immediately I'm hooked because I'm a pastor's kid, and by the grace of God, I also graduated from high school, and as you follow the story, he graduates from high school and he's choosing a college and his dad wants him to go to a Christian college. He wants to go to a secular college and that's where he ends up going. The dad wants him to go to a Christian college because he believes that a secular college is going to have an influence in a negative way on him. But the son believes that he is gonna be the influencer on that secular college. And as you saw, follow the story, as it progresses, you'll find out that, well, they were both right. There's a little bit of back and forth influence going on. And that's what I'd like to think with you about for the next few minutes. I want you to think about this idea of influence. Being 
influencer. Boy, that's a big word today in social media, isn't it? I mean, you can go by the title of, I'm an influencer. In fact, do you know who the top influencer on Instagram is today? It's a soccer player by the name of Ronaldo. He has almost half a billion followers. Half a billion. You know how, how much that is? That's half a billion more than I have on Instagram. Although something strange happened to me a few weeks ago. I woke up and I found out that I was going viral on TikTok. I did not know it, but I did a series a few years ago on your faith and your work, and we called it The Office. And somebody had found an old DV set and decided to goof on it on TikTok. And I have to say, I thought it was kind of funny. See what you think. I'm at Walmart and I found The Office. Yeah, just a normal copy of The Office. <laughs> Who is this? But the cover looks like it was done in two minutes on Photoshop. The Office by Pastor Ken Foreman. Thank you, Ken. Thank you. <laughs> Do you know that got 1.2 million views? So God works in mysterious ways. You never know what you're going to wake up to. Being an influencer, what if I told you that to be an influencer in the most profound way, you didn't have to be on TikTok or you didn't have to be on Instagram? If you look at the words of Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount, he talks about you and I being influencers in the most profound sense. In fact, I'm gonna invite you to stand with me, please, one more time as we read the scripture of Jesus together. In fact, you were given a salt packet on the way in, and I encourage you to take that salt packet in your hand and make this your declaration of faith. I am who God says I am. And this is what Jesus says about me. Would you read it with me? You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. Another version puts it this way. It says, let me tell you why you are here. The two most important days of your life are the day you are born and the day you find out why you're here. Listen to what Jesus says. Let me tell you why you are here. You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful family here at Cathedral of Faith and guests and our friends that are here with us today whether they're on-site or online. I pray that each of us would hear the one thing we need to hear that we can take and apply this week and our lives will be transformed because we've met you in this moment. That's our heart, that's our desire. Start with me, God. In Jesus' name and for Jesus' glory, we pray this and all God's people said, amen. amen. Before you're seated, let's confirm that to one another. Affirm it to one another. Look at somebody and tell them, you are the salt of the earth. Go ahead. You.
I want us to regain today a sense of the value of salt and recover our sense of mission and purpose. You know, I brought some salt from our cabinet at home and my wife has all kinds of salts in that cabinet. We have salt from Hawaii and we have salt from the Dead Sea and we have salt from the Kalahari Desert and we have Celtic salt and we have a dispenser where if you tip it over, it's machine. It's a machine that pushes salt out onto your food. We have all kinds of salt. And if you had this in your counter in the first century, you would be a very popular person because salt was a valuable commodity of that day. There was a saying back in the first century that went like this, nothing is more useful than sunshine or salt. Roads were built specifically so you could have access to salt. Battles were fought specifically so that they could get their hands on salt. In fact, if you were a soldier at the end of the week, part of what you were paid as your salary was salt. In fact, did you know that's where our word salary comes from? It comes from an old Latin word called salt. It was a super valuable commodity in that day. And now Jesus looks at a group of people and says to them, you are the salt of the earth. The folks that he was talking to, they weren't folks you would typically think of as influencers. These were common people. And yet Jesus says, to the common people back then and the common people today, that you are the salt of the earth. Are you sure about that, Jesus? That we're to be the movers and shakers. Yes, you are the salt of the earth. That somehow, uncommon people, when they are common people, when they come in contact with an uncommon savior, that uncommon Savior gives them uncommon power through the Holy Spirit. And that uncommon power of the Holy Spirit has an uncommon influence in the world that they live in. That you are the salt of the earth. Can we give him praise? Amen. Uncommon influence. I know who I am. Say it with me. I know who I am. I am the salt of the earth. I mean, this has been the testimony of the history of the Christian church for 2,000 years, being the salt of the earth, because this thing isn't just local, it's global. You are the salt of the earth. There's an eminent historian who wrote a book about the expansion of Christianity, and this is what he writes about the influence over these 2,000 years. No life ever lived on this planet has been so influential in the affairs of men like the life of Jesus Christ. By it, millions have been lifted from illiteracy and ignorance and have been placed on the road of growing intellectual freedom and control over the physical environment. It has done more to allay the physical ills of disease and famine than any other impulse known to man. It has emancipated millions from chattel slavery and millions of others from addiction to vice. 
This is the testimony of the Christian church through the ages that common people like us, we serve an uncommon savior and that uncommon savior gives us an uncommon power and that uncommon power has uncommon influence to transform the world in the best kind of way. Can we give him praise? Amen. Hallelujah. That's what we're part of. I know who I am. I am the salt of the earth. Would you say that with me? I am the salt of the earth. That's what Jesus says to you. Do you believe it? Can you own it? What exactly does, is the purpose of salt? Well, one purpose is that it prevents decay. It prevents decay. Now we know all about the way it worked in the first century, but even today, they're finding more uses for salt. In fact, I was reading an article in the Atlantic Magazine a while back, and the title of the article, it was this. The title of the article was that, uh, can salted doorknobs prevent superbug infections? And it seems that scientists are doing more and more research about how salt can be used to fight deadly diseases. For example, they find that if you put a salt solution on a doorknob or a toilet handle, it does a way better job of killing off germs than even having copper handles. They found that if you put a saline solution in surgical masks and you use them inside the operating room, it does an even better job of fighting against viruses. Researchers say this in the article. It says, salt has the advantage of being stable across most environments. It's easy to handle and cheap to acquire. Salt works against virus and bacteria and decay. And the same thing is true because we live in a world where sin is at work like a virus, like a bacteria. You don't have to be a sociologist and you can see the effect of sin at work in our world, moral decline and moral decay. But thanks be to God, Jesus loves our world. Let me say that again. Thanks be to God, Jesus loves our world. And so what does he do? to fight against the virus and the bacteria and the decline and the decay. He takes you and I as the salt of the earth and he rubs us into the earth. He rubs us into homes and he rubs us into workplaces and he rubs us into schools and he rubs us into media and he rubs us into music and he rubs us into government so that we can prevent decline and prevent decay because friend, sin will not have the last word in this world. Jesus will have the last word in this world and on our culture. This is his world. Romans chapter 12 puts it this way. It says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with what? Overcome evil with what? You are the salt of the earth. Overcome evil with good. Another thing salt does is it adds flavor. 
it adds flavor. There's a scripture in Job where he says this. He says, can something tasteless be eaten without salt? And what I found is that salt does add flavor. Even when something tastes good, it can still add flavor and bring out the flavor. Does anybody like ice cream in here? I love ice cream. No matter how full I am, I can always find a way to eat that ice cream. And I especially like caramel ice cream. But I found something even better than caramel ice cream, salted caramel ice cream. It's amazing. Superman has his kryptonite, and I have caramel ice cream. I, am, I can't resist it. It just overpowers me. Ice cream, you scream, we all scream for? Exactly. Salt, even to caramel ice cream, makes it taste even better. And Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth. That to God's good earth, you move in and you add flavor wherever you go. Someone once said that everybody can bring joy to a room. Some when they enter the room and some when they leave it. <laughs> Pastor Shelley is one of those people who always adds joy to the room when she enters it. She... Pastor Shelley right over here. In fact, we just, you know, we, we had some interns working with us at the church this summer and they were having lunch with Shelley a few days ago and they said, Shelley, you would be a great influencer on Instagram or TikTok because when you walk into the room, you just light it up. And she does. We can't all be Shelley but we can all add flavor to the room. And what if we made that our challenge for the day? I challenge you, whenever you see yourself about to walk in to a room, ask yourself, hold that salt packet in your hand and ask yourself, how can I add flavor to this room? How can I add joy? Or how can I add a smile? Or how can I add warmth? Or how can I add kindness? How can I leave this room better than how I found it? This is part of what it means to be the salt of the earth. Everywhere we go, we're adding joy and beauty to God's good earth. You are the salt of the earth. I am who God says I am. I am the salt of the earth. Say it again. I am the salt of the earth. And finally, notice that it, it creates thirst. Salt creates thirst. In Colossians chapter three, we read this, or chapter four. It says, be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation always be full of grace and seasoned with what? So that you may know how to answer everyone. How about if we get interactive? I'm gonna say the first line of a statement and if you know the second one, you go ahead and say it for me. You can lead a horse to water, but... Exactly. You can't make him drink. You know what you can do though? You can put salt in his oats. And when he eats, it makes him thirsty. And then he's on his way to the water trough. You and I 
we have a heart to see our family come to Jesus, to see our friends come to Jesus, to see our coworkers come to Jesus. But we can't force them to come to the living water. What we can do, though, is we can put salt in their oats. And whenever you live out your life, an authentic life with Jesus before them, and they see the way, every time they see the way you treat your family or respond to conflict or manage your stress, what are you doing? You're salting their oats. You're creating thirst. Every time they see the way you handle success with humility or handle failure by asking forgiveness or handle adversity with this deep sense of inner peace, what are you doing? You're creating Thirst, you're salting their oats until eventually, over time, they may find that living water for themselves. Do you see how valuable you are? Do you connect with your purpose today? I am the salt of the earth. Would you say that with me? I am the salt of the earth. Own that. And that brings us to the final thing. And that is back to the question of influence. How do you? How does salt work anyway? How do we, as Jesus prayed, Jesus prayed for us. He said in John 17, I do not pray that you will take them out of the world. Sometimes I wish Jesus would have prayed that. Instead, he says, I pray that you will keep them safe from the evil one. They do not belong to the world just as I do not belong to it. How do you live as Jesus just prayed for us that you're in the world and not of the world? And here's the key. I invite you to be interactive one more time. If you take your hand and reach it way up here with one hand and way down here with the other hand, this is how you live out that prayer of Jesus. You reach down and touch the earth, and you reach up and you touch heaven. And it takes both of them, staying connected to the earth and staying connected to heaven to live out a life of godly influence. That's how you do it. It is. I've noticed something, that this salt and this salt shaker I mean, it can be a mile from the food or a foot from the food, but if it's still in the salt shaker, it doesn't matter. It has no effect in the food. You have to get the salt out of the shaker and onto the food. And friend, maybe that's why, I'm just making a suggestion, maybe that's why you and I are in the Bay Area. What if we're not here by accident or chance? What if God has called us to the Bay Area? Because the Bay Area needs the salt that you have. Now, I know it's easier to live out your faith in more faith-friendly environments. I know it can be challenging in a culture that's very secular to live out your faith. But what if that's the exact reason that God has you here? That God has set you here because the Bay Area needs your salts. Hallelujah. How else is it going to happen? I mean, in fact, think of yourself as the smelling salt of the Bay Area. 
What does smelling salt do? It wakes you up. Wake you up. Wake up. Say that with me. Wake up. And as we live out our faith, an authentic faith with Christ here in the Bay Area, it wakes people up out of their spiritual apathy. It wakes them up to get in touch with the God-shaped place that's in every human heart. Education can't fill it. Technology can't fill it. Fame can't fill it. Fortune can't fill it. Only Jesus can fill that vacuum that's in every human heart. And the salt wakes people up to that inner hunger. You are the salt of the earth. Stay in touch with the earth and stay in touch with heaven. That's why I'm so glad that you're here today, whether you're on-site or online, because you need to do everything you can do to stay in touch with heaven. Read your Bible, pray, be involved in a local church, get connected to a small group. Jesus said in Mark chapter nine, he said this, he said, good salt is worthless if it loses its saltiness. It can't season anything. So don't lose your flavor. You have to stay in touch with heaven and stay in touch with earth. And that's how a common people with an uncommon savior have an uncommon power to have an uncommon influence in the world that we live in. And all God's people said, let's give God praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, it's such an honor to have with us today. I mean, this movie, it's about influence. And well, even them being in the movies is about influence. And we're gonna talk about with them. It's so great to have the producer of this film. He was a part of our cathedral family for many years, uh, Joseph Johnson, and three stars from the film. And I'll let him introduce them. And I want you to give them a great big cathedral of faith. Welcome, would you come? Welcome, Joseph Johnson and the cast. <laughs> See you, buddy. Oh, it's so good to have you with us. Um, jo- go ahead. Oh, oh, Joseph, go ahead. Um, Joseph, I'll let you introduce the, the cast that's with us today. Yes, uh, this is Natalia. She plays Marcella in the movie. And this is Benjamin, who plays the father of CJ in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, Benjamin, you did such a great job playing the pastor. I should have let you preach the sermon today. I mean, it was, you're just awesome in the film. Um, Joseph, how did you get involved in the film industry? Well, I've always had an interest in the arts ever since I was young, but now I really want to be involved to help shape the narrative and kind of uh, talk about the good news in what we do in the entertainment. So I'm very excited to be doing this. That's fantastic. And look, someone else joined us on stage. You want to introduce him? Hello, uh, this is Vernon Davies. Uh, Super Bowl champion, 49ers. <laughs> we got 49er fans in the house. 
And we're excited to have Vernon as part of this project. He's going to be filming here today in yeah. the sequel to the movie that we have. That's, wow, that's fantastic. Again, so good to have you with us. Thank you. We're so excited to be able to team up with you. Uh, you know, Benjamin, why do you think it's important um, for believers to, to be involved in the film industry? Uh, because uh, like you were talking earlier about being an influencer, I think uh, that's the greatest thing that you can, uh, if because you're a believer and you know exactly where you're going and what it is that God requires from you. So coming from you, it's not just, you're not trying to convince somebody about anything. You're just telling the truth, how it is, and this God, or, or how God has been good to you and how, uh, you know. So the influencing part is so easy. It's not difficult. You're not trying to, you know. So I think that's, so a believer being uh, an influencer, oh, my God, it will take the gospel further than somebody who's just trying to convince people that, hey, this is the right road and all that. So Yeah, that's great, Benjamin. Thank you. Yeah, I just, I'm so encouraged about you both, all of you being involved in the film industry. Um, Joseph, tell us about the sequel that's coming out. Well, the sequel is going to be great. I can't reveal a whole lot, but it's a, it is a continuation of the story we have. In the freshman year, it's about Marcella and CJ in freshman year in, uh, in college. Now, this is a senior year in college. So there's a lot of challenges that they face as seniors in college, and there's a good surprise in the movie. So you guys have to check it out <laughs> and find out. Yeah. It, 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 uh, you know, the movie is about love. Love never fails. So that movie is going to show you that love will conquer everything you go through in, in life. Yeah. So, so that's Fantastic. what the movie's about. What a great message. What a great message. Vernon, it's good to see you. And uh, tell me, why did you get involved specifically in, in this particular project? Well, I thought it was, uh, well, good to see you too, Pastor. Um, thanks for having me. I thought it was a wonderful project. Whenever I look at um, a project like this, it really... I'm looking for the project to, to move me, and this one moved me. Uh, the cast is wonderful. Uh, Joseph does a really good job putting it all together, being the producer. So uh, I wanted to be a part of it. I thought it, it all made sense, and to, um, to tell a wonderful story. Wow. Yeah, it's, I'm excited. If you haven't seen Freshman Year yet, I encourage everybody to go and stream it. I mean, it, it was... It got a lot of success on Netflix. That's correct. We had over 10 million viewers. That's fantastic. Uh, Praise God. With a sequel, we think it's going to actually do way more. It's yeah. gonna be, we're going to be a home run. So you guys, uh, thanks, uh, Pastor, for supporting us and having us here. Uh, we'd like to make a very successful project. Amen. Natalia, um, we talked a little bit first service about how, uh, you know, when you're, when you're looking to choose the kind of parts to, to invest yourself in as an actress. Natalia, by the way, grew up in East Palo Alto. She's Bay Area. So, uh, yeah, born and bred. Here we go. And uh, so, Natalia, just as far as the kinds of parts when you're reading uh, that you would take, uh, parts that maybe you, you would say, ah, I don't know if I'd do that kind of part. But what, can you tell us how you sort of sort through that and why you landed on this? Um, well, actually, I landed on this... I like to think it was pure luck, but um, I think there was, you know, there was some manifestation there. Um, I, 
uh, the, I got in touch with uh, Jude, which was one of, uh, which is our director. Um, but I, I felt very personally connected to Marcella, to the character, um, which is something that as actors we have to do. It's like we constantly have to put ourselves in other people's shoes and um, being empathetic and understanding towards my character uh, really helped develop this story. And um, that's kind of how I got involved with it was, you know, it was just by chance, honestly. Um, yeah, so. That's, that's, well, I'm so glad you did. Yeah, because you play a great part in that first film. You really do. Um, so as, as we wrap things up, uh, Joseph, um, or really any uh, Vernon, Joseph, wh whoever would like to answer this question. You know, maybe there's people here, they, they've heard about Jesus, they know about Jesus, they admire Jesus, but they've never really stepped across the line and, and said, I wanna become a follower of Jesus. You know, Vernon, what would you say to them today if, if they're right there, but they've never really taken that step and surrendered their life to Christ? I'd say take a chance, have faith, because faith is all that we have. And if you never experience the, just the true essence of Jesus Christ, then you're missing out. You're missing out. It's so much better on this side, because when you believe, I mean, anything's possible. We all want different things in our life. We, we, want, our, we want good health. We want, we want to be financially stable. We want all these things. But until we sit there and like ask ourselves the question, like, what are we doing? Or, or do we believe? Do we have our faith? Have we taken the chance? Have we taken that leap? Um, then you'll, 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 you'll see that the truth is really within, it all lies in, in Jesus Christ, so. Amen, amen. We, we wanna give you the opportunity to do that just now. If you bow your heads for a moment and if you'd say, Pastor Ken, wherever you're at on campus, those watching online, if you'd say, I'm one of those, I've never become a follower of Jesus or surrendered my life to Jesus, but today is the day. I wanna connect with my purpose. I wanna be the salt of the earth. <laughs> connect with why God's made me. If that's you, I just wanna agree that this is your day. Would you slip up your hand wherever you're at? Say, Pastor Ken, that's me, right over here. God bless you, God bless you. Across the bottom floor, God bless you. Up in the balcony, say, that's me. God bless you, God bless you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for those today who are surrendering their lives to you, receiving you as their Savior, making you their Lord. And God, the Bible says that all heaven rejoices when just one person comes to know Jesus. And so today there's a celebration in heaven. And I pray that today all of us would regain our sense of mission and purpose, that we would stay in touch with heaven and stay in touch with earth and with the one and only life we have, that we would have an uncommon influence for your kingdom and for your glory. And God, I, I pray for this sequel that's coming out. I thank you for these men and women who have stepped into the film industry. And Lord, thank you for the gifts that you've given to them and the way they bring stories to life. And it's a language of our culture and it impacts so many lives. I pray that you would bless them, make them a target of your favor in every way. 
you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or imagine. And we pray that it would happen in Jesus' name and for Jesus' glory. And all God's people said, amen, amen and amen. Let's give God praise. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And would you stand with me? And I'll dismiss everyone in just a minute. But would you let Joseph and the cast of the senior year, let them know how much you appreciate them being with us in the cathedral. Hey, buddy. buddy. Good to see you, Benjamin. Amen. You know, after service, some of them will be in the lobby. So if you get a chance to go by and say hi, take pictures, don't forget, if you want to be an extra in the film, all you got to do is show up this afternoon at three o'clock in the chapel and they'll be filming over there. If you need prayer, our team will be out to pray with you and for you right at the amphitheater. And before I go, you know what? I've got something. Let's see, right here. I've got from uh, our friends who own the Cinelux Theaters, here's a movie pass so you and a friend can go and enjoy the movie. So thanks again for coming out today. We have food trucks out in the amphitheater. If you don't have to rush out, let me speak God's blessing over you as you go. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine brightly upon you. May the Lord be gracious to you and give you his peace. And every day this week, may you know that you are the salt of the earth. Go in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All God's people said, amen. God bless you as you go, Cathedral.